Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're talking about rejection. Oh, never a fun thing to experience yourself or it hurts even more to walk your child through it it's because you're, you're looking at them crying, thinking, I'll just take this pain. People can reject me, yes. but don't reject my baby. Yes. I, I think more than anything, that's when mama bear comes out. Yeah. And like say, it's, what? It's really hard. Yes. You will love my child. To control the feelings. It's really hard. <laughs> the bottom line is that no matter how much we want to shield our kids from all that pain, it's going to happen. It just is. It's, it's a part of life. It's a part of life. They're going to feel it. You're going to feel it. So here's the question. How are we going to prepare our kids not to crash and burn, but instead walk through rejection in such a way that it becomes a building block for their faith, their confidence, and their character? Yes. You know, it comes in so many different ages and stages and forms. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we can, you know, we, we have our nonprofit broken up in juniors, which is less than seven years old. And then we have the um, seven to 13 group. And then we have, which is tweens. Yeah. And then we have the older group. Yeah. And so it looks a little different in each of those stages. I think we're going to tackle that here today. But it also comes in different forms. Yeah. I mean, we're dealing with social media rejection now. So you've got that. Mm -hmm. um, there is team rejection. Mm -hmm. when you don't make the team mm -hmm. there is not getting asked to the dance mm -hmm. there is a healthy friendship and somebody walks away from that mm -hmm. there's rejection there there's boyfriend girlfriend relationships mm -hmm. dating I mean there's all sorts so of different types <laughs> of rejection oh my so goodness. much now we're all feeling like overwhelmed yes. uh, you know it's funny um for little ones yeah you know you're the junior the girl I say it's great practice for what I call pre-rejection conversations. Great. That's great. You know, it's not that they're not going to get rejected as little ones, but it doesn't hurt as deeply because little ones tend to play side by side for a long time. Yeah. They're okay with a lot of independence, and a lot of times they naturally handle rejection better than as we get older and understand stereotypes and what that actually means. Yeah. So these pre-rejection conversations... Um, I, I, I'll give you an example. Like, my son, for the first time, tried out for choir solo performances okay. at our church and this is really the first time because up until then all sports everything everybody's on the team yes you know, everybody makes the team when they're three and four yes. trying to not get them to pick dandelions just kick the ball just exactly. kick the ball, yes. <laughs> kick the ball. Let me get a picture let yes a picture. yeah yeah exactly all but, it, but it elevates as they get older it yeah. does those those solo tryout things that's a new thing yeah and i had to explain it which was funny because we always think like some things are Oh, you know what that means. He's like, what do you mean I have to try out? What does that, you mean somebody's not going to get the part? Yeah. And so somebody's going to go home crying. Yeah. So before we even got to the tryouts, we had all these pre-rejection conversations. What do you think it would feel like to get a part? What if you didn't get a part? What do you think that would feel like? Yeah. Okay. We talked those through. How are you going to handle the news? Because they were going to get the news in a group. 
that's a lot of pressure. Well, because if you got the part, you don't want to start bragging, and yes, you got to prep cheering. your you got to prep your kid for the other feelings yes. involved in the room. I mean, that's a lot. Yes, and then how are you going to tell others? Which, like you said, that's a great opportunity to talk to your kids about being gracious and humble. Humble. But I was going to say humility. Yes, humility's a big thing. It really is. And then we also talk about what the Bible says about rejection. You know, Isaiah fifty three three is a good one for that. Jesus was rejected. Yeah. You know, he in his own town by his own people. I was going to say by his closest of friends. Yeah, by his he was rejected. Yeah. Yes. And so those pre-rejection conversations are great when you know your kids are walking into something specific, which is more applicable to the little ones. Yeah. You're going to know most of the time when it comes to like sports and getting the part in the play or choir you'll see it coming. So you can talk those things through and it yeah. helps them balance it a little bit better. Yeah. So, yeah, and I guess that's great for the younger kids because you yes. can really talk through those things. And it, it just sets up a healthy dialogue yes. so that when they get older and they're facing rejections, they're going to think about that conversation and mm-hmm. think, I, I've got all these feelings now I need to process with mom or dad yeah. and kind of work through those. Um you know, in middle school, as they get older, it's you got to try out for everything. Yeah. And so that that's a thing. Um, I will tell you one tip that I give to parents all the time. When your kid is trying out for something, maybe not put that on social media mm. until they've, like, got it. Yeah. Because I've seen it happen over and over again. They'll they'll say, you know, pray for so-and-so today. And, and maybe with your closest friends you could. Sure. Absolutely. That's a text thread. Yeah. <laughs> but then what happens is... They didn't get a part, and then people are commenting, well, how'd it go? How'd it go? Yeah. And you kind of feel like you could just not respond, which I think would be the best thing. But you kind of feel obligated to say she didn't get it or he didn't get it. And then it's like another, like, let's just put it out there to the world now mm-hmm. that I didn't get that team, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody knows now. And so it's just kind of just respect your kids. I mean, like, if you were trying out for something, mm-hmm. You know, say you wanted to be in a commercial. Mm-hmm. Would you put it on? Would you put it on there? Because if you didn't get the part, then you're going to have to tell everybody you didn't get the part. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're okay with that. And maybe your kid is okay with that. And you've talked it through. And you're going to tell your kid whether we. I mean, have that conversation if that's your choice. But I think that it's just it heightens it a little bit when we put it on social media. Well, and just like we say with everything, and you've made the point here, is it's an ongoing conversation. It's an ongoing. Yeah. You need to talk to your kids about what they're comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, we've all had that grandma that is like, I'm so sorry you didn't get that pie yeah. <laughs> in front of Walmart and 20 other people, you know. And maybe that's a sensitive thing if you have a shy kid or it could kid be that's a, uncomfortable. It could be a sensitive kid. Yeah. And those are all conversations. And, and, and again, your family, your choice, how you handle Absolutely. this. We just want to kind of give you tips and ideas on how to help your kid navigate it. Um, You know, with the teenage with the middle school aspect you got you got to factor in social media yes and so you know snapchat has a it's not really a new feature anymore but it's a relatively new feature the snap map Mm -hmm. and so my daughter has hers in ghost mode I don't really like it on Mm -hmm. but um, if you have it on you can see where everybody is all the time yeah so you know if you see six of your friends at one address you know they're having a party and you're not invited Mm -hmm. and so it's a constant we need to constantly be talking to our kids about how it makes them feel well and it's not a one and done we've talked about that with social media so they don't make the team that's the first line of rejection yeah but then it's ongoing it's ongoing. I mean, they can scroll through social media and they know right away what they did or didn't get invited to, even without Snapchat or the Snap Map. Think about Instagram. You know, they just scroll through it and people are constantly posting pictures of parties 
they know when they're not invited. We didn't have to deal with that. Right. We didn't have to deal with the constant, I'm not included, I'm not included, I'm not included feeling. Mm -hmm. And you can see over time, if you're not taught to process that Mm -hmm. and process how to feel that, Mm -hmm. that it could really affect you and even like lead to suicidal thoughts or, Mm -hmm. I mean, because you think you're not worthy then. You know, you start believing that lie. And so what we really want to do is open up the dialogue early. And I love what Kim is doing. And in the tween years, you're just going to take that a little bit farther. I mean, it's going to be a continual conversation when your kid is on social media and you maybe you see them getting down. Yeah. You're like, why are you upset? Yeah. You know, and see if they open up to you and um, kind of go, you know, you can also say, um, you know, I. I saw some of my friends on Facebook the other night. I didn't get invited and it mm-hmm. kind of stung. Yeah. You know, sometimes I will share that just to see if it will open up some conversation with my kid. Absolutely. Now, when they start talking, I kind of shut up and don't share my experiences as much because I, I want to hear theirs. Yeah. But if they're having a hard time opening up, maybe you can start it and say, I'm having trouble. I kind of feel rejected by my fin group because I saw on social media and just see if it opens up any dialogue with your tween. If you're not already talking about it. Yeah. And, you know, what's really important about that is when they open up, whether it's right away or after you've presented a story about yourself, it's time to listen. Yeah. You got to shut it down, guys, because it's so easy for us to say, well, this is what happened to me when I did this and when I was 18 and this is how I handled it. Or it's easy to go into that mama bear mode where you're like, well, then, you know, and you want to protect them and you want to side with them. Yeah. Again, we just need to listen sometimes. I, I'm so glad you said that. And, you know, I, if you've read my book, you know I'm not a good listener. This is something that I really have to work on. Mm-hmm. It's not just. Yeah, you're bad. It's just. It's, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> it's not like in my DNA to be a good listener. Yeah. And so it's something I really have to work at. Like I have to recognize it. Um, and I, I'll never forget. I was walking my middle school through some schooler through something one time. And she told me how she was feeling and everything. And I launched into something in my life that was happening that was similar. Mm. And she shut down. And I, I didn't quite understand why she shut down because I thought, oh, she, she's going to realize I struggle with this too. Mm-hmm. And um, I called my mentor and I told her what happened. And she said, you made it about you. Mm. Like it, Ouch. You know, and in the tween and teen world... Everything is bigger than what it is. Yes. And so they just need to be heard. Mm-hmm. They just need to be understood. Mm-hmm. I love what one of our high school lead- leaders said about this. She said, it just needs to be theirs. Yeah. Like, just let them, like, have it. Like, cry with them, feel their pain, walk them through that. There may be time a couple weeks later that you can go back and share stories and yes. talk with through them. Yes. But I think that's, that's such good advice for us that sometimes mm-hmm. we just need to zip it and feel their pain, crawl in bed and cry with them. Yeah. Don't try to fix it. Yes. I, I think a lot of times you'll know uh, the more that you have this open communication dialogue with your kids and you see their patterns, there's going to be a point when they're ready for the resolution. And yeah. It's a good time to share your stories. Well, here's how I handle it. Or I remember feeling that way. Yeah. Right off the bat, like you said, can really shut it down. Or like I said, if they're not talking to you at all, then use an example of mm-hmm. you yeah, and social media That's to so get true. it going and yes. see if that will help them. It may not, but it's something you could try. Here's something that um, I think is really hard for us as parents. It falls under that mama bear category. We um, we want to protect them from everything. Yeah. We don't want to let them fall. We want to cushion them, bubble wrap them, make yeah. everything okay. Oh, it's hard not to it's, do. And I think it's one of the biggest mistakes that we make as parents, that I, I make agree. as a parent. I agree. Um, I coddle my kid too much. I make them, I just make it too comfortable for them. Mm. 
they need to fall. Yeah. They need to experience pain. They yeah. need to experience rejection. Mm -hmm. They need to know what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And this is part of life that they will develop empathy for other people because they have walked through it. Right. But they can't develop the empathy if we don't let them walk through it. Yeah. If you it's don't know tough. what it feels like, how can you relate? Yeah. And it, this one's hard. I mean, it hurts a mama's heart. Yeah. Um, and even my husband, I mean, he struggles with this. You know, he's yes. strong and tough, and but he sees one of his kids crying. Yes. <laughs> it bothers him. Absolutely. And, um, you know, sometimes he'll want to jump in and fix it because he's daddy and he's protector. Mm -hmm. uh, but he does a really good job. Then we come together and talk about the life lessons they're learning in this right now. Absolutely. You know, and we will say, you know, this stinks. This is awful. It stings. But this is a great life lesson and it's going to develop character. You know, what we always say here is your family, your choice. Um, but in our families, what's important to us and one of the ways that we bring in not only our own experiences and when we're walking our kids through these things is going back to the Bible. Yeah. You know, in, in this situation, like we mentioned before, you know, Jesus was rejected in his own town. He's a savior of the world, my yeah. goodness gracious. Yeah. If there's any example you can give, then can let your child know that you will be rejected no matter who you are. This is it. I mean, he was killed by, by his own yes. people. I mean, everybody turned on him, yes. right? So that is a great example. And I think using, I will tell you, I think using scripture and Jesus' example is so effective when they're young. Yes. Because it really sticks. Mm -hmm. And not to say that, that it can't when they're older, mm -hmm. but grounding them in that when they're young is mm -hmm. so good. Mm -hmm. So the scriptures... Um, one of the conversations that we have a lot in the tween years is um, looking for approval. Yeah. Who do we seek approval from? Because mm -hmm. that ties into the whole rejection thing. Absolutely. Because when you're rejected to your friends, by your friends, or by a boyfriend, girlfriend, all of that will tie in. Or you're not invited to the party mm -hmm. that you see on social media. Um, and so there's a couple great verses that we use for that. I love, I know some people don't like the message version. And there are some verses that I don't like in the message version. But I looked at this one and I like this one. So it's Luke 6:26. the message. There's trouble ahead when you live only for the approval of others. Saying what flatters them. Doing what indulges them. Popularity contests are not truth contests. Your task is to be true, not popular. Mm, so good. So that's a good one that my, my tween and I have studied together mm -hmm. because I think it's so important that they understand we seek God's approval. And I will say to my kid, the cost of popularity is so high because you have to do whatever is current whatever at the moment mm -hmm. to maintain that status. Mm -hmm. And it changes all the time. Mm -hmm. So then you have to change all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about the Bible verses that say being tossed back and forth, you know, by the, the wind. wind. You yeah. need to be, you don't need to be like that. You need to be grounded. What do you believe? Who do you believe in? Like, these are the things that will keep you rock solid. And so those kinds of conversations are so good to have during this seven to 12 year frame. Oh, yeah. Because their minds can get it mm -hmm. and they're processing it and they, they grab onto it as truth. You know, um, if you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do here at our nonprofit is to keep kids safe online, and it's accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. I think it's important that we give a few points yeah. on the teen and beyond, like college yeah. years, high school and college, because it does change. Well, because then you're talking about not getting into the college you want. Yeah. And you've got friends around you getting 
full ride scholarships, you know, mm-hmm. doing whatever, and you're you're not even getting accepted. Well, and also relationships are very serious. Oh, by then. dating, high school and college. I mean, there's marriage on the horizon. Yeah, it's a lot. It's important. Um, we talked with our high school um, team members, yes. and they gave us some great tips. One of them is to take rejection seriously. Take it seriously. It's so easily dismissed by us because we're beyond it. We're in a different stage, and we yeah. think it's not that big of a deal. Well, and really, this applies to all ages, Kim, yes. because how many times does your kid come to you and say, I'm upset because I didn't have, you know, I'm thinking of a, when my kids were young. I didn't have anybody to be in a group in in science today. Everybody mm-hmm. got picked and I didn't. Yes. Or I was going out at recess and everybody got picked for basketball or football and I didn't. Yes. And so having those ongoing conversations, because if our kid comes to us and says, this really hurt my feelings, and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, get over it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Which I know they do need to get over it. Mm-hmm. But just us being so dismissive like that, we need to, like, validate that. Like, yeah. I understand how you would feel left out. Yes. Um, and so take it seriously at all ages. At all ages. But at high school, it's more elevated. It is more elevated. Bigger issues, more long-term implications. And then you really have to take it a step further. If you notice it is ongoing and then it's serious, it's a pattern yeah. in their life. They constantly are feeling rejected from all sides. That's a time when counseling might be good. Yeah, I think as the high school level, yes. for sure. Because, again, you've got the suicide rate skyrocketing. Yes. Um, and they're about to be out of your house. And if they're not talking to you about how they feel about the rejection, yes. you know, they're just keeping it all inside mm-hmm. and you see it over and over that they're feeling like rejected by everyone and alone. Mm-hmm. And that's a big red flag. We need you to get them to counseling. You know, fight we, for your kids. Fight for your kids. Absolutely. Believe them. Yeah. We mentioned this earlier, but I'm, I'm going to say it again because it's so good. Don't compare your kids to anyone or anything. It's their experience. It's not yours. It's not their other parents. It's not their siblings. That's yeah. a big one. Siblings. It's not their friends. It is theirs. You know, I think that's so valid. I think this is a good point from our high school and college leaders because so many times we'll say, well, so-and-so didn't make the team either. Yes. So you're not the only one that didn't make the team. Right. Well, that doesn't matter because everything is about your kid right now. Mm-hmm. And, and they're in their minds, they're in their bubble. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this. Mm-hmm. You know, when we did the puberty and body changes show, we yes. talked about this, how everything is focused on them. Yes. And so... Not that we have to baby them for three weeks. It's not what we're saying. No. But validate their feelings for a day or two. You know, let them let them sulk. Yes. Let them have a little pity party. Now, we don't want them to get stuck there. Mm-hmm. We have to move them out of it yes. and learn the lesson. But allow them to have a minute. Yes. We, don't we all need a minute? I, my husband and I just had this conversation the other day because um, he was having a bad weekend. And he was like, do I not just get a minute? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm juggling so much. Yes. Like, I just need a minute. And then I looked at him and was like, when do I get my minute to have a breakdown? <laughs> like, we need a minute at the same when time. When do I get to take a three-hour yeah. nap? Because I need a minute. Yeah, we've all been there. And, and our kids need a minute. Yes. They yes. need a minute. To process, okay, I was rejected. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have that pull yourself up by your bootstraps conversation, but mm-hmm. it doesn't need to happen the day they get rejected. Shouldn't be out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so good. Um, be their cheerleader. Validate them when they do display wisdom. I think that's really important because you spend all this time yeah. pouring into them, laying the foundation, having the conversations, all of these things. When you see them walk through something, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful to see them on the other side of that and making those good decisions on their own. 
um, stepping into the light on their own. Yeah. It's a really neat transition, and we need to really encourage and, and validate that. And if you have a kid that seems to feel like they're always getting rejected, you know, I would encourage you, well, even if they're do- they're not, find things that your kids are good at and compliment them. Yes. You know, if they do a great thing on a project or if they write a great essay at, at school mm-hmm. and you're just, like, moved by it, mm-hmm. share that with them. Yes. So many times as parents, our kids do all these amazing things, and we don't tell them how amazing we think it is. That's so and, true. And why we think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And the other side of that, I got some great advice one time from a coach who said, don't um, always compliment the things they're doing. That's great and important too. Yeah. But also the effort and the character. Yes, and the perseverance. And the perseverance. like, Or just talking about, like yes. I tell my little one all the time, he's five, and he just plays like a fireball yes. out there. And I tell him all the time, I love watching you on the court. Mm-hmm. It's such a joy because you work so hard, mm-hmm. you're committed to your team, and you're great teammates. Yes. Not the win. None of that. Just these are some characteristics that are awesome to watch. That is so important. And and that goes back to the we seek approval from God from yeah. within. We're doing the yeah. right thing because it's the right thing. We're not doing it for applause or right. to get posted on social media. We're not mm-hmm. doing it for all of that. None We're doing that. it because it's the right thing. Yes. Um, my boy and I, we play basketball almost every day after school. It's either basketball You're or football. I mean, I have bruises sometimes <laughs> on my legs from falling and tripping and getting kicked and whatever. Um but the other day, he was, he's normally a great player. I mean, he's great, but he was struggling. Yeah. Like, he was having an off day, yeah. and we were playing basketball, and I was beating him, mm-hmm. which rarely happens. Mm-hmm. And I could see him getting very frustrated. Yes. <laughs> like I could see. <laughs> and um, there was one basket that he kept trying to make, kept trying to make, and he just would not, which is a standard layup. I mean, he's constantly yeah, done it. I mean, he one was. one of those days. But I, I pulled him aside afterwards, and I said, Bubba, I'm just so proud of you. I knew you were getting mad, and you probably wanted to quit because I was winning and you didn't want to get beat by your mama. Mm-hmm. I have this song that I sing to him where I say, beat by your mama. <laughs> beat by your mama. Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Don't quit my day job. I'm not a rapper. Okay. Um, but I said, I'm so proud of you because you didn't quit mm-hmm. even though you were losing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he has before. Yes. Like I've been winning and he'll just walk off and be like, I'm done. Yes. And I'm like, whoa, we Which need to work on that. typical with the younger ones because they don't know how to deal with they that. Don't, they're frustrated. Yes. And so we've really been working on just keep persevering. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're winning or losing. Like you're getting better. You're learning something. You're learning a better technique or whatever. Yes. But I think that's such a good point with the whole dealing with the rejection, the approval of others. All of that is really good. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, you know, and then here we come along with this other big, painful, hard part of rejection. Yeah. There's, you know, the sports, the clubs, all that kind of stuff. But what about when it's your own friends? Oh. That's tough. I mean, frenemies, we did a whole show on that. Yeah. Because it is a real thing. Yeah, you can go check that out. And we also did, you know, walking your kid through conflict resolution. Yes. And that's a biblical model. I think that's on our frenemies show. Yes. It was really, it's a biblical model right out of Matthew Um, But encouraging them to face it, not to run from their problems, you know, not to um, act like the rejection didn't happen because it did and we need to process it. It's we want to raise a generation who who won't sweep things under the rug anymore. Like we need to talk about these things. Like how did this make you feel and take your feelings out of it now? Um, and, And you will get to a place I will tell you with my older teen, um, with my older kid who's a teen. You will get to a place where you're able to talk to them more 
about God's plan. Like this door shut, and so God may be doing something else, yeah. or God may be protecting you from something. Yeah. And that doesn't happen right away either. You can't just go, you need to feel their pain first. Like mm-hmm. I said, give them a minute. Mm-hmm. But there will be those conversations. And even as young kids, you can implant that. Like God has a plan for you. That Jeremiah verse is great. I know mm-hmm. the plans I have for you, says the Lord. If you talk to them about that early, and you can say at six and seven, there are times when you're going to get rejected and it's going to hurt. But God God may be moving you away from something. Yes. Like he wants you to go into something else. So they see a bigger picture, not just I got rejected from this one thing. Our pastor, Pastor Ed Newton, recently yes. said, giving up something good for something better. Yeah, I've loved that. Yeah, it was so good. And we talked a lot about it in our household, you know, just making space for that and accepting that sometimes we think this is great, mm-hmm. but God's like, just wait a minute. I've got something so much yeah. better for you over here. And it's an easy place to get stuck and frustrated in. So you're right, starting that conversation early. And then when they get to that age when it's a friendship and you feel like you're being crushed. Or almost so a marriage that or, ended. Oh. Like you think you're going to get proposed to and you get dumped. Girlfriend. Like that happened. That happened to me. Like, yes, sister. What? I didn't think I was, well, yes, I did. But Damn. I was in a very long relationship all through high school and in the beginning of college. And, you know, we both thought this was it. Okay. You know? I'm thinking of Garth Brooks' unanswered prayer song right now. It is. Because I look at you and Charles and I'm like, you could not be with anyone else. I'm telling you, I can't. I, I thank God all the time. In fact, this morning I texted my husband. I said, how, did, how is it that I get to be your wife? Because I feel that way. Oh, that's way. a little I, sappy. I'm so sappy about <laughs> him because I think about my life and the guys that I dated and yeah. experiences that I had and the man I thought I was going to marry who's a great guy let me just say that um, but I think about that and I think I could have given up something great and yeah. settled God had something better if I hadn't been able to get out of that rejection mode but you had to walk through that rejection I had to to I get to, to where he needed you to go it's painful and we get to walk our kids we get to walk our kids through that what a privilege it is a privilege that they feel safe enough with us All right, for our wrap-up segment today, let's remember a few things. Rejection will happen. Prepare yourself and your kids, and don't dismiss their feelings when the time comes. Share your own story. Open the Bible. And remember, we can't take their feelings lightly. Don't let them go into that downward spiral, and um, that can ensue when these feelings are left to simmer. Satan speaks into the darkness. We have to continually help our kids walk into the light. And help your child walk through personal rejection and recognize what healthy relationships look like. It's an ongoing conversation. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?